Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bangle and Lee Bettis. Good morning and welcome back to yes. City Talk this Friday morning. We, we dodged a bullet. Yeah, we did. And good morning, everybody. It is good to be back home. You know, be it ever so humble. There's no place like home. Lee, I'm really proud of you. You did a good job while I was gone. You, I want to thank... Uh, uh, former District Attorney uh, David McFadden for jumping in there and uh, taking, was, keeping my seat warm while I was gone. And, it was actually uh, a lot of fun doing the show with Dave uh, last week. Yeah, great guy. And uh, just want to welcome everybody. Good morning. We are live on Facebook. Hopefully we're live on Facebook. Did you push the button to go? <laughs> yeah, it, he pushed the button, but it, okay. for some reason it's a... Uh, but we're live on Facebook this morning, and uh, we're also coming to you from 107.5 WNOS. WNOS. And uh, we We've got lots and lots of stuff to talk about today. It's going to be a great show. Um, if you are watching us on Facebook, it's up and running. Please hit that share button and share with, with people because we're getting lots of great reaction. I mean, we're having 500-plus visitors on our site during our show, and I'm, I'm so excited about that. And let me tell you something. I'm a little worried that it's not moving over there, so maybe. And you hit the live button. I, you know, I'm so technically maybe challenged. Maybe Daryl can come back in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that's our, uh, but, that's our. You know, I, I played with this Facebook Live thing a little bit while I was in Italy, and I actually, we went to a, a vineyard and did a wine tasting in San Gemignano. Absolutely beautiful. If anybody wants to know more about it, if you're headed that way, you know, get in touch with me. Oh, yeah, but, this weekend, we're heading that way. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, we did a Facebook Live during the test. It was so much fun, and people were watching and saying, hey, I'm watching. It was really cool. So, um, what a great platform, what a great medium, and a uh, little bit later in the show, I'm going to talk about uh, social media because our good good friend Wendy Card is doing a social media summit. So in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about when that is. What's and, a social media summit? Well, it, talking about all the different forms of social media, but we'll get into it. I want to kind of introduce the show and talk about what we're going to talk about so we can get everybody on board here today because we certainly want everybody listening to us and getting involved in the conversation. That's the most important thing is this is a show about what new Bernians are talking about, and this is your show, and we want you to get involved. So a great way to do that is interact with us on Facebook. We're, we're up and live on Facebook. You can interact with us. And tell us what you're thinking. You agree, you disagree, and uh, you can also email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net and really get involved in, in the conversation. So we're excited. You know, this is an opportunity for us to have a voice in the community. I've been in some discussions uh, since I got back on Wednesday, not very many days, but talking about the fact that, you know, people say, oh, I don't like politics, I don't get, invo get involved in politics, you're, you're really political and the whole bit. And, you know, this, was, this is my comeback. Everybody is political because whether it's your political in your home, your school, your church, your neighborhood, your community, everybody has an opinion about something one way or the other, good or bad, and you give voice to that opinion. And if it's in your home, you give voice to the fact that these are our rules, this is what we abide to in the church, in the school, whatever. You and I are giving voice to our community, and that's what I love doing. I love giving voice to the issues that I see that impact a community that I love so deeply. Well, I can see how people could say, hey, I... I I don't get involved in politics. You know, this whole presidential thing, this and that. Yeah, and it's oh, overwhelming. Congress, is this and that. You know, politics, national politics, congressional politics, Washington, D.C. politics is at the 30,000-foot level. 
Woo. You know, it really is. And you know, the, the local politics is everything, and it's not politics. I have this, I have this um, conversation with my with my paralegal. Uh, she says, "Oh, I really want to get involved and, and do some things in the community, but I don't like politics." And and I say, "Neither do I." And the last thing, lo- the last thing you need in local government is politicians. You need. We need people. Servants. Exactly. Need That's servants. exactly what we need. We need public people, servants. people who want to be public servants and people who are not there for uh, the power, the ego. They're there to serve the community. And when they get on these, these trips and, and you know, from the very local level on up, it, it makes it difficult. It really does make it we difficult. Can't afford, we can't afford politics and it, it's too, too expensive to have politicians in local government yeah public servants and guess what you're going to get treated like a public servant or a servant you're going to get you, you know when you're going to work like a servant that's <laughs> yes, the truth they're going to yell you at you and scream to, at you and all that kind of good and, stuff but you have to want to do it and right so if, if you're hey. out there Forget the politics, just serve. Right, and and let's talk. So we dodged the bullet, I think, and the hurricane, you know, we've been praying and, and keep them watched for our friends in Florida. And to those of you, if you're on Facebook Live, if you can get us and my many friends in Florida, I hope you all are safe and you're okay. It uh, looks like it skirted the edge. and didn't It really did skirt just- the edge. Now, it's still climbing up the coast. They're still thinking, you know, somewhere in that space, what they call the space coast, somewhere in there. You know, it depends on how close that eye. I was watching, you know, I love Al Roker on today's show. So I was watching that before I came into the studio and you know, the eye is about 40 miles off the coast and that's what's kind of helped things. And now it's down to a category three, but there are some tree limbs down, some power lines down, you know, the storm surge. That's the thing is this storm surge. And I still want to warn all of our friends that are listening today here on the North Carolina coast and in areas we have to be concerned about flooding where, you know, we've got a lot, we've got rain today. It rained pretty good all night long. It's going to really rain tomorrow and we've got to watch for the flooding and that's what's going to impact us. Without, without the storm even being here, the flooding is up two feet in my backyard. Right. And so we just, you know, it's important that we are looking at that and, um, we are, uh, Making sure that we're safe and you've got pets taken care of and whatever you need and to do. And you know what that, else so. we got? We got that little hussy, Nicole, out there oh, urging, sad. urging Matthew to come, the hurricane Nicole. We're good. And, and hurricane Nicole, small little thing, but she is, she's actually gonna, I was reading in the weather channel this morning, she's actually gonna allow the Matthew to come circle back around and try and hit Florida again. Right. Um, We've never, they've, they've never seen a, 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 a situation like this down in Florida ever. And uh, it, it's just interesting. The whole thing's been interesting. Um, uh, the whole thing's been interesting. I'm wondering if this is the new norm in our in our new heated up uh, in our new heated up environment. I don't know. Well, you know, um, I guess we could get um, what was that name's guy Al Gore. He'll tell us about global warming and help well, no, discuss I want to thank <laughs> I want to thank Al Gore if you're listening to us on the internet. Thank you for creating the internet for us. It's it's uh, it's wonderful. But you know, um, that's. Uh, this is really churning. And, you know, as a result of all of this, of course, the big news this week in, in New Bern is that Mumfest was canceled. And, Whoa. you know, um, Mumfest is 30, 36 years old this year. I think it's 36 years. Um, and Has it ever is, been canceled before? Never. We, we had a couple of rain outs, you know, rain, days of rain, but never totally canceled. And, you know, a hurricane this time of year is almost unheard of. So this has really been a really um, unique thing. Um, hold on, i got to talk to my technician here. Everybody says that um, they're, we're not moving. It's freeze. It's freezing. So um, 
Yeah, the audio is good. We might have to fix it. I don't know if our camera. I can look at it. It looks, let me see. Yeah, it looks like we're just frozen. They can hear our voice. Um, thank you all for your comments. For those of the, you that are on Facebook Live with us right now, thank you. And, uh, again, keep commenting to us. But um, Month has never been canceled due to never a hurricane been, before. Right. And, you know, this was a very wrenching decision for um, Lynn Haircal, who's in her first year as the executive director, and her executive team and, and the people that make Mumfest go city was involved in it the whole bit. And, you know, they did the right thing for the safety of people traveling here, vendors. You know, it takes so many people to put on this massive event that um, it was really in the best interest to cancel it and – you know. We still don't know. The, they're talking about a storm surge. They're talking about a storm surge coming into to New And the rain's going to be really bad tomorrow. And so, I mean, if they if we get a three foot storm surge that comes up over into into Lost Creek Park, over into that park, over well, by, um, Union Point Park, you know, again, that's where things would Union have been Point set park. up. That would have been they flooded. Can't have it. You just can't have it. So they made the very best decision. Is it going to be rescheduled? Well, they're working on that right now. They're looking at some dates. There's a couple of issues with some of the dates, and you have to make sure that you've got you know city staff able to man it and help it you've got you know can you get vendors here the people that are part of this and so they are working they're looking at the first weekend in november i was you know hoping maybe we could talk to lynn Haircal today but um you know it's uh she's just had her plate full one of my plate fondest full. one of my fondest moments of mark stevens the current city manager and you know i'll give credit where credit's due was a Mumfest, he was riding around. He was then public works director. He was riding around in one of those little Kubota tractor things. And uh, he was picking up trash with everybody, going around, picking up trash, uh-huh. got his hands dirty. All the city employees were out there because the, the thing gets messy. And by Monday morning, it was cleaned up, picked up, and done. And Mark was out there cheerleading his uh, cheerleading his staff, and he did a great job as public works director. Yeah, he and, – and I have to give him kudos for that too, no doubt about it. He uh, – you know, he, he does a great job when it comes to really our festivals and things like that. He loves this community and he loves seeing people out and about walking. So kudos. By, to, by the way, we don't, we don't always complain about your mark. So we love by, you. By the, by the way, um, you know what last week was? I think it was last Tuesday. Hmm. Last Tuesday. What happens on Tuesdays out. in October? <laughs> a year from. Oh, this this past Tuesday, yes, we are we are now fifty one weeks from a city election, so we are in the downturn here, uh, and we will be talking about that as the the year goes on and um, letting everybody know. But you know, right now, I think people can't even see through to that Lee with all of this presidential stuff looming. People are crazy, and it's uh, you know really hard. But let me tell you, keep your eyeball on the city. You're going to see lots going on here in the next few months. And then it's going to come to a screeching halt as uh, they they prepare for uh, an election, which will be October <coughs> of uh, 2017. But again, back to Mumfest. Oh. They're going to try to um, reschedule that for May, p- potentially the first weekend in November. It's not definite yet. They are working on it. The concert that was supposed to be tonight... Um, looks like it could be the end of April, beginning of May, because again, they have to try to get the talent scheduled. It's, it's been a difficult thing. Um, you know, I have to shout out to my son, Buddy. He was, uh, the chair of that committee for the concert, and he's really worked his heart out in trying to get this, and it's been nuts trying to. Have you talked to Lynn Herrickel? Uh, I have talked to Lynn. I talked to her yesterday. She's doing great. You know, Lynn is the um, consummate professional. She handled all of this, 
you know, while you want to pull your hair out. She did a great job in handling it, you know, using her resources, such as the city, her executive team of people coming in and making decisions. And it's all about the leadership is about making decisions. And I think she showed great leadership in what she did. I'm very proud to have her as our executive director, and I fully support the decision that she made. I've always been impressed by her. And uh, She's and awesome. Mark. She's really awesome. So, um, <coughs> you know, I'm uh, – it's sad the community we you know we all what about the economic this? impact to i mean you know you're, you're, you talk about the economic impact of, of Mumfest. Uh, right and and you know that is that's probably the biggest thing that we're having to uh deal with right now because of course that pretty much funds Mumfest for the year we usually net and this is going back to the susan moffat days um about a hundred hundred and ten thousand dollars in the, the revenue from, from the Mumfest, yes. I mean, you know, truth be known, I mean, that's what paid paid for the salaries at Swiss Bear. And the money that the city gave basically paid for the overhead um, and the operations of the organization. No, no, There was never any money that was put into the community. That was all other funds that were put in. So um, that is the most important fundraiser for uh, aside Swiss from Bear. That, aside from that um – you, you, if anybody would know this, the the taxes that were, would be derived, the the, the sales tax, sales yes. taxes that would be derived. Uh, how much? Well, you know, it's really interesting. When you and I were in office, um, that was one of the first things that Mike Epperson did. He kind of did a survey, just kind of looking at was there a really huge bump up in October with sales taxes? I can't remember what he said. And there was, it was kind of static. There really wasn't because when we really looked at it, the vendors that come in, the majority of vendors are either out of county, out of state, whatever, and they pay sales tax on what they're selling in the county that they're from, not oh. in Craven County. So we don't collect that sales tax. Now, yes, we have increased stays at hotel. That's going to generate sales tax. People are shopping in some of the shops, buying gas, doing that. We do see some bump up, but it's not the bump up that was was totally expected so and again you know i I, lynn has done an awesome job in reorganizing her barbara dodderer her staff um carlene is her new assistant they've done an incredible job in looking for new vendors i mean this was going to be a a great mom fest building towards making it better and better as the years go on and just looking at it in a different way and trying to bring in uh, new vendors, new entertainment, and really almost a new route. This year, they were going to open up all of Middle Street, all of Craven, uh, excuse me, all of Middle Street, a part of Pollock Street, a part of Craven Street, so that we really had some more activity on the streets in downtown, because the whole idea with Mumfest, when it started 35 plus years ago, was to bring attention to the downtown area. So, um, you know... Kudos to you, uh, Susan Moffat and, and Swiss Bear. For, Absolutely, for, doing that. for all those years and, and bringing attention to our community and our downtown. And it is a great weekend. People love Mumfest. It's like, hey, it's fall. It's the kickoff. You know, we really love it. So it is sad that that Matthew got in the way here and kind of presented this challenge to us. But you know, I think we will rebound. We're going to try to reschedule it. And we're going to do the best we can, and I have no doubts in my mind that um, Lynn Harrell and her great staff and and the Swiss Bear Board will come together. And if we need to have additional fundraisers or additional events in the year to make up for what we didn't make at Mumfest, we will do that. I have no doubt in my mind. <coughs> the other local impact, um, there's a, there's a guy, there's a local guy. Preface this: Go down to Mitchell's Hardware and buy some mums from him, absolutely, because there is a guy, um, a local farmer. 
all he does all year long is he starts these mums from seeds. He has he has a, a this entire growing season. His entire year is based on on selling the growing the most perfect mums and selling those most perfect mums. That you know just because the festival's not going on, go down to Mitchell's Hardware. Show solidarity with your local uh, with your local businessmen who've been doing this for for a long time, and his his um. His budget depends on it. So go down there to Mitchell's, buy those mums. They're beautiful. They're the yeah, biggest, they best beautiful. mums, and it's going directly. It's going directly to a local farmer who who sustains. You know that's his entire income right. for the it, whole no year. No doubt about yeah, it. You have to go down there. Even you know, put those mums up around the house. They're what ten. 15 bucks. I mean, for some they're mums. awesome and they look good in it. And that's what Mum Fest was supposed to be all about is seeing mums everywhere. And we had them um, planted in mum, uh, in uh, Bear Plaza and other places. And that's the way it's supposed to be. So, you know, everybody stay tuned as we get more information. Once a date is confirmed for Mum Fest, we'll make sure to get the word out. We'll get it rocking and rolling. Um, another interesting article in our paper today, if you looked at, was that the Golden Corral is closing its doors. It's the top. It's it the, is these stories. So Newburn is talking about this. So I uh, want to hear everybody's reaction. And uh, I haven't read the article, Lee, so I'm not. It's mostly about the. It's the the article is mostly about. Um, it was a it was a meeting place for everyone from the Lions Club to you know uh, absolutely to, to, to uh, local <laughs> local you know people who just like to get together and and talk to each other. But it was a meeting place, and this article is lamenting the loss of a. Of a meeting place, and uh, that, that's what it's about. Uh, I'm wondering where I'm going to go to uh, to have a, a place where I can get some broccoli and then go put a, a flowing chocolate on it. I, I can't, <laughs> where are we going to do that now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their ideas are going to be if they're going to try to reopen it. What was the reason they said that it closed? There was no reason that, that I saw in the article. This was just lamenting the loss. It didn't say. Uh, it didn't say. Um, Really, it was just a management decision. Uh, there are, you know, employs fifty people, but there I did no reason for its closure. Um, really jumped out at me in in the article. Right. It was right. just it was just basically about the the loss of a the loss of a of a meeting place where people went to gathered and just and did it for years. So right. So if you um you know. Give us your comments. What do you think about it? I mean, it, it's been there for a long time. I remember when it was across the street. That used to be our Friday night, take the kids and go out to dinner because that was about what we could do uh, back 30-plus years ago. And it was, you know, where the uh, cookout is located. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the original Golden Corral was. And then, the, of course, they moved across the street and built the new building. And, uh <sighs> You know, it's great. Um, I guess to our tech person, still getting no sound or video. I don't know no what's happening. No sound happened. or video. So you know what? Maybe can we go ahead and go to our to Facebook Live on our um, on our own here, not through the computer. Let's let's try that. <laughs> um, the sound might not be as good, but uh, we're going to try to see if we can do this. If I can figure this out, because you know, I'm a, not. I'm not really. Break? I'm not, yeah, let's do that. Let's take a commercial break. We're going to break for about two minutes, and then we're going to come back, and hopefully we'll have Facebook Live up. We'll be ready to rock and roll. We're going to be talking um, social media summit. We are going to be talking City of New Bern info. And then at 845, we're going to have Rick Fagno, um, who's uh, fr- going to be having a great show tonight and tomorrow night at the New Bern Civic Theater, and he's going to be in studio with us. So everybody... Um, Go get a cup of coffee. We're going to come right back, and hopefully we'll be technically improved. Thank All you. Right. Be right back.
The Baker's Kitchen, located at 227 Middle Street in downtown New Bern, is the best destination in New Bern where you can have breakfast all day. The Baker's Kitchen has everything to satisfy your hunger, from delicious omelets, pancakes, eggs, grits, gravy, and our signature best French toast in town. All of our items are baked fresh every day. Try our homemade pies, cookies, muffins, breads, and our delicious cinnamon rolls. Stop by and let our friendly staff serve you. The Baker's Kitchen, open Sunday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. The Baker's Kitchen at 227 Middle Street in downtown Newburn. Your place to go for breakfast all day, the best French toast in town, and your home for home cooking away from home. North Carolina is an incredibly beautiful state. Every corner offers awesome vistas and beautiful architecture. It is a state that deserves our honor and respect. So let's get serious about not trashing our treasure. It is not hard to properly dispose of fast food containers, soda bottles, and even cigarette butts in a trash container and not out a car window. I'm Charlie Rose. North Carolina is my home state, and motorists like me should be able to drive safely. We shouldn't have to worry about a plastic bag blowing onto our windshields or having to dodge a box that's fallen onto the highway. North Carolina spends millions in tax dollars each year removing roadside litter. We can do better. Dispose of trash the right way. It's not hard. Join us in spreading the word about litter-free NC, because a clean state is a safer state. Please don't trash our treasure. This is Lieutenant Jeff Gordon with the State Highway Patrol. This message is brought to you by the North Carolina Department of Public Safety in this station. At one time or another, everyone is going to need some legal advice or representation. I want to be there for you. I want to help you through your time of need. I'm Lee Bettis. I'm a trial attorney with a strong background in employment law, criminal defense, personal injury, domestic law, and complex litigation. Whatever your legal needs are, I'm here to help you find a solution. And I want to do it without breaking your bank. Call me, Lee Bettis, at 639-0085. I'm here to provide you with professional legal representation and advice at a rate you can afford. And I'll beat anyone's price. Call the Bettis Law Firm at 649-1710 or 24 hours a day at 639-0085. Or check out the law firm you can afford at BettisLawFirm.com or NBTrafficLaw.com. WNOS 107.5 FM, 1450 AM, New Bern, North Carolina. Coming back on. Yeah, and we're back on a little, woo, a little juice music this morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. We are back live with you on City Talk with Lee and Sabrina. We've had some technical difficulty with Facebook Live this morning. We need need a social media summit. Yeah, we do need a social media summit. And there's going to be one coming up um, here shortly with, uh, you know, our good friend Wendy Card. And we we need to get her in studio working with us. She's, I know. I know that that that's that's so true. But uh, uh, Wendy's going to be holding the third annual social media summit. It's going to take place at the Isaac Taylor Garden. It is going to be this. Uh, 
Is it Wednesday? It's October the... I think it's October the 12th. Yeah, it's October the 12th. It kicks off at 11 a.m. and runs until 4 p.m. And they'll have like a roaming lunch between 12.30 and 1.30. And new this year is a networking after party from 5 to 7. That's open free to the public. Now, the the um, the lunch and the summit is a $20 fee. That includes your lunch, beverages, network opportunity, takeaway information, and more. And, you know... The theme this year is navigating our future together, and um, I'm excited to say I'm going to sit on a panel um, with other people in media, TV, radio, um, and talking about our show and ha- and what we're doing with different social media to promote our show. Yeah, and um, they're they're going to be. Um, if you're looking for a technical workshop where you can learn how to create social media account, um, they'll introduce you to people who can help you. The speakers won't be using technology to realize their message as we want this to be an exciting learning adventure in a natural setting. The goal here is to help your organization reach potential clients or customers, enhance your brand awareness, and that's what we want to do, and ultimately increase your revenue. So, um, it, there's going to be um, three different sets of speakers, traditional media, which I'm going to be part of. We'll have Colleen Roberts there. Um, we'll have Mike Affler back from the radio station here, uh, somebody from Beasley Broadcasting, Angelina Doyle. Well, then they'll have a session on visualizing the big picture interactive form with Shannon LeQuire, Jeremy LeRae. Dawn Baldwin-Gibson, our great friend, she'll be there. Peggy Barnes, Darlene Brown. Um, you know, we're going to have all kinds of different venues and then an interactive forum with um, several local business people. So it's going to be a great opportunity. October 12th, mark your calendars. Please contact uh, newburnnow.com. That's newburnnow.com. Newburn when? NewburnNow.com or call 252-638-6858. Let Wendy Card know you want to attend. This is an awesome opportunity. We will put this information up on our website, and that website is talknewburn.net. You can email us if you want more information. It's citytalk at talknewburn.net. And um, hopefully we'll have it on our Facebook page as well because we're trying to use this platform. You know, we need need someone just to... Are we good? (laughs) Okay. We're allegedly good. Hey, Sabrina, while you were gone, while you were gone, so many things happened in the city. Did you know that? Were you following it? You know, I tried to. I really, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I went away to be away, and I tried to, and I tried to be away. Is that just like, you know, um, heresy for me? She said, "Chow." (laughs) She said, "Chow, baby." I did. I said, "Chow" a lot. (laughs) Look, there's there's a lot of things that are coming up, and you know, I've been following them. Well, one of the, you know, for the for the previous three years of this administration they've been hoarding money in in the the, the reserve fund um, the city's reserve fund bringing our reserve fund up to about what 50 percent at, at one point uh, and yeah so now, they, they had they were pretty cash cash heavy I was they're, they're cash surprised. heavy they did that by they, they did that through various means one of them you know underfunding underfunding uh, jobs in the police force underfunding other uh, city employee jobs just cutting money willy-nilly to put it in the reserve fund now we come to find out why they wanted all that money in the reserve fund they're transferring money out of the reserve fund back into the general fund and they during election year i don't know if, if there's any correlation but during election year they're transferring large sums of money out from the reserve into the general fund and what do they do with it this is the this is the point um 
we've been watching we've been watching uh the the city uh, mayor outlaw and the in the uh in the and the uh, aldermen have absolutely no idea or no consensus about how to spend all this money. They know they want to do a bunch of projects this year. They absolutely can't get consensus on how to do it. And the, 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 the interesting thing to me is that Mayor Outlaw systematically refused, uh, systematically refused to, um, <laughs> Oh, you're messing around with that stuff? Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, thank you. All my friends are starting to watch now, so I'm really trying to. And if I could figure out how to. There we go. Go ahead. Mayor Outlaw systematically refused to come up with a strategic plan for um, for spending that money. They wanted to they wanted to spend money down on Oaks Road um, to to do the roads. Well, that fell through because they didn't have a consensus. And when you have a mayor who absolutely will not do, adhere to a strategic plan, will not go to a workshop like we did, have a vote on what projects are most important, rate them and then go and follow through, you have a problem. And the reason he's doing it, he, he doesn't want to go on record uh, for supporting any particular project. He wants deniability. It's just, it's just not leadership in any way, shape, or form uh, that that we that I, I would recognize. So where the, the the where are you going to spend this? The where are you going to spend these millions and millions of dollars? Well, you know, and and I have to say that. Uh, you know, it is uh, – the, the the account is dwindling, okay? The account is dwindling because I think they're probably down maybe to more like 30%, 35%, somewhere in there. It's uh, – you know, again, I'd like to see a strategic plan. It was interesting, a situation um, that happened, you know, in the last few weeks while I was away. But, you know, here's the city. They've spent – you know, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars on the, um, as you call it, was it the turd, the turd mahal? The turd mahal, the little bathroom building, which is really attractive. It looks, it looks good. I'm going to say it looks good. It looks good, but there is, but a, you know, one hundred and one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. They did the roundabout behind Triumph Palace. Yes, good. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. But you know, where is the plan? And then in the meantime. The sewer line through Middle Street, and I'm I'm going to check on this because I still don't have all the facts. But I understand I was under the assumption, and you know that's such a terrible word, assumption. I was under the assumption that when the streets were redone, the utilities put underground, the streets, Middle Street back in the 90s, that they replaced the sewer lines and put PVC in there. Well, I'm being told now that there is um, – the terracotta pipes in there and they're crumbling. Therefore, that's why some of the, the storm drains are backing up and they're backing up, you know, in, uh, we're not able to do this. And so I'm, I'm told that because the storm water fee we pay is only for maintenance, not for replacement, that there's no money to replace it. Well, it- and I'm like, you are kidding me. These are important things that we really need, you know, to look at and, Here's back in uh, the back in. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you all are watching. I can't believe all my friends are watching. (laughs) Well, good morning. Back back in September, um, they had the 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 city had a retreat Um, and and I keep notes about these things. Mayor Outlaw was absolutely rallying to get rid of the stormwater utility during the work session. He was out to get rid of the stormwater utility. Now, yes, why but, but, is that? Why is that important in a coastal, low-lying area? Because you're going to see over the next couple of days flooding. 
you are absolutely going to – Oaks Road last night, I believe, was closed due to flooding. And if we don't have a stormwater uh, utility here, uh, a stormwater management system, uh, uh, you know, keeping our drains – some of them are 100 years old, 75 years old – keeping our stormwater flow working, guess what? We start to have economic chaos because people's well, houses yeah. get flooded. And, and like I said, I, I understand that there, the money that uh, the stormwater fee we're paying is for the maintenance and for the, um, you know, I guess keeping them clean, cleaning them out throughout our city. But what about the replacement? Where is the fund for the replacement? And I was kind of, I, I still don't get it. You know, I, like I said, I've got, I'm going to do a little more reach, uh, research on it. I'm going to reach out to Matt Montaigne and, um, you know, because he was in charge of stormwater. Now he's our public works director. But I, I, I want to know the facts on this. This is crazy. And I want to just say that, you know, kudos to Matt Montaigne. His whole staff, the stormwater people, these people are working day and night. They have got so much on them right now. They're being handed um, projects to do left and right. And, it, you know, because what's happened is there's this fury to election time. We know. We've been there. We were through this. We didn't spend money like yeah, wild, wild drunken. Wait a second. You, do, you get to this, okay, I'm going to show everybody what I've been doing. I'm going to do it. And then it'll come to a dead stop because you're afraid if you do something wrong, that'll get a man. Guess but, what? Guess what? If you do something, if you do something, you don't need to go out and say this is right, what I've done. If right. you've actually done something, look, our, our board. Uh, our board, we lowered electric rates for all of Eastern Carolina. Everybody knows that. You don't need to go out and, and say this is what we've done. Our board, under my leadership, we took over the housing authority and made major changes in the housing authority because it actually affected people's lives. Our board refused to take the 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 the, the Cunningham Bridge from the state, saving us millions and millions and millions of dollars. You don't need to go out and go, hey, look what I did by by building a park. Look, there were two million dollars was transferred out of the reserve fund into the general fund for paving. Uh, and with no consensus now, absolutely no consensus on prior, uh, on prioritization, that $2 million is going to get squandered. You know, they're going to, they're, it's just going to get squandered. Right. Um, and, why? When there's so many things we need, and all it takes is go sit in a room with a bunch of aldermen and fight it out and say this is what the city needs, but they won't do it because doesn't want to be held to any formal plan. Well, and I think you know that's it's, outlawed. Does well, I don't want to say that's you know. Mayor outlaw. In my experience with mayor outlaws, he doesn't want to be held to anything. He, he you, you look on you look on um, you look on social media. Where's his Where's his web page? Where's his web page? Hi guys. Where's his webpage telling us what um, what's going on in the city? Where's his webpage telling us what the plans are with the city? He doesn't do it. He doesn't talk. He leaves it to Alderman Odom to, to talk for him. That way Dana can sit back in the, in the, in the election and go, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. That's well, one of the reasons he wanted to get rid of the mayor's vote so he wouldn't have to be held accountable. And the, one of the reasons I gave the mayor Hey, the you vote, know, kudos to him you, for being smart enough to think that's of not that. Smart. That's, <laughs> no. that's, that's, that's not smart. That that's doesn't serve of, the public. That's not a public servant. That's a politician. Right. And, and you know, I want to just say that uh, – good morning, Skip. I'm glad you're watching. Um, I want to – Big Skip? <laughs> I want to say that, uh, you know, I, I think there still needs to be some sort of strategic plan. Tell us what the plan is. We, you know, the goal and the objective is to, you know, um, redo this area, redo that area. I'm still pretty amazed that they're doing all these different things in downtown, such as the commons behind Triumph Palace, the potential parking deck, whatever they're doing across the street. 
um, other projects in downtown without even speaking to Swiss Bear or bringing them to the table. You know that. Are you kidding me? They, it, when when you when you are on this board, you are. This right. is a consensus from everybody right. in, in all the other local municipalities. We've gone back to being a rock, an island by ourselves. We don't, you know, we don't talk to people about making decisions. That that the little park, the little uh, road behind Tron Palace over there. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, that looks good right it now. It does look good. It looks good. But if they had talked to the Triumph Palace, it could have looked phenomenal. It could have been a destination well, spot. As Mike Epperson, our beloved city manager, always used to say, yeah. a city is tied together with great areas, with great places. That could have been right, a then, great place and, and with y- cooperation. And, you know, we do we do need to look at other areas of the city that we're looking at and, um, you know, what – Improvements need to be made out there with storm drains, with other, you know, it's infrastructure. And, you know, probably the biggest thing, and I wish my good friend Bobby um, Astor was here right now, um, but we need a fire station. Oh, you mean we I, didn't need a turd mahal for You know, for, we need a fire station. And we'll get into that discussion here in the next few weeks. But, you know, uh, we we need another fire station. Our city is growing. We need one on the other end of town. And, you know, what's the plan for that? Why are we not looking at that? We're spending a little bit here, a little bit there, when we should probably really be looking at, uh, you know, major infrastructure projects such as, you know, our uh, fire station. But, you know, lots going on. We're going to be talking about this well, it, it burns in the weeks my, coming up. It burns up my and- britches that, you know, this $2 million, <laughs> and I'll tell you why it burns my britches. That's $2 million that, where did that $2 million come from? The federal government? No. Did it come from a $2 million ferry? No came out of your pocket. Uh, you're at work slaving away for, what, eight, ten bucks an hour, whatever you make. That money uh, originated in your pocket. And these guys out there, this board of aldermen, is squandering your money. Is I don't squander- know, Lee. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Where, I don't, where's the plan? I mean, yeah, I just don't like Where, there's no plan. You could call it squandering. They're going to come back. They're going to come, come back and say, well, we cut the budget. We cut out all this fat. Yeah, they cut out positions. They did things like that. You know where that. I'm getting the but word squandering? It's coming right out of City Hall. There's an employee in City Hall... Uh, and they're the ones calling it squandering. City employees well, are calling it squandering. You know, everybody. The ones who in the know, at who work right in City Hall, are calling it squandering. I'm. Not, I didn't make that up. I agree. I just think we need to have a plan. I'm all about. I'm all about having a plan. I'm all about saying this is so the citizens know this is our goal in the next year. We are going to fix this, this, and this at this, this, and this amount, and we are going to, you know. We're going to try to get it all pulled together. Now, it could be, you know, if they put the $2 million, I don't have a problem. If they put the $2 million in there for, for road repaving, put it in there, tell us why, how you're going to spend it, and what the plan is. That's all I'm saying. What is the plan? And, you know, they're constantly, if you notice, if you look at their agendas, they're constantly coming back and making adjustments to the budget. You know, how, do you, how do you adjust the budget well, by $2 do. million dollars during well, no, election year? No, 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 year? no. no. They, that was in the original <laughs> budget, but they're doing, you know, additions and, and changing things and all this other stuff. And it's all technical, but. It's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all desperation. But there's Hail no Mary. doubt about it that. Um, it's, a, it's election year. It's desperation. There, there's no it's doubt Hail about Mary. it. The citizens are not running in this community. The mayor and um, Alderman Odom run this community. And so they're the ones that are making the decisions for the board of aldermen. And I, I know how the mayor operates. I know his process. What he does is he gets you and tells you it should be this, this, and this. And then he steps back. He doesn't say anything. And he lets 
his alderman or whatever. And, and, I, and, and, and that's wasting kinda, your talk and, and, you know, I, I played into that really big time. I played in it big time. I listened to him. I played into it. You know, and then I got the facts and I did homework and I did research and I looked at the issues and I didn't agree with them anymore. And that's kind of what caused the rift. But, you know, I, I think you can. I listened to him for about a year and a half I think until you I can found make out changes. he didn't know what he was talking about. I then I just can, told him to be quiet. You know, I think you can make changes. You can do things. Just have a plan. Be open to the community. The community may not like what you're doing. They may disagree with you, but that's take what, a stand. And, take but that a takes stand. character. To stand up and take a stand takes character. You know, if, to, if, if, if you do something that city, you know, citizens don't like, it takes character to go sit there and go, well, I've done this, right? And now I'm going to stand by it. But right. that takes honor, right? And, and you know what? There is no honor. Well, we're and we're going to be again. We've got 51 weeks to election time. We're going to be talking about this again. But um, you know, we're going to have a guest coming in, in about five minutes. Can I do we're a duet about- with them? Yeah. <laughs> they're everybody's saying yes. I'm looking over at them now, and they're saying yes. But you know what? Yes, we've, we do a duet. We've got about five minutes, and I want to briefly because it is very. Um, Talk about me doing a duet. No, no, it's very important to me. But oh. you know, East Carolina. You know um, what a fan I am of East Carolina. You, you are. know that um, it is my university. I'm passionate about it. I think the impact that they make on Eastern North Carolina and our state is incredible, and I fully support uh, what goes on at that university. But I, while I was away, I have to. I just have to say this and get it off my chest. I was thoroughly, thoroughly disappointed and embarrassed by the behavior of the band a, a couple weeks ago in their their protest. Taking a now, I want to tell anthem. you that, first of all, I am all about First Amendment rights. I totally, because I'm a person that wants my voice to be heard, and I believe that everybody should be allowed the right to voice their opinion, but in the appropriate place and the appropriate time. If those students were being harassed on the field or something like that and they felt like they needed to protest because of something at that moment, I could understand that. But to go out there and uh, premeditated, yeah, we're going to take a kneel during our national anthem is not is not appropriate. They were they were representing East Carolina, and if they want to protest, I think they could have been in the stands. They could have held signs. They could have, before the game, stood out there but not in their uniform. I remember, you know, there's always been rules about if you're in a uniform, you had to have a certain degree of respect or you couldn't do this and that. And I'm going back to my high school days. You know, I was a cheerleader, and back then everybody smoked me. Couldn't smoke in uniform, couldn't be caught drinking in your uniform. You couldn't do this, that, and the other. And, you know, those were the rules. Like it or not, they were the rules. And I think even the the band members, they have rules. And, of course, there's been a lot of back and forth. You know, the, the chancellor immediately came out and said these kids have the right to, to protest. You know, East Carolina is an open university with open discussion. And then a few days later, we have the band director coming back saying that behavior won't be tolerated. They can't do this. Well, I'll tell and you, there's uh, been a and, and you know there's been a lot of discussion of people saying, oh, the donors are going to pull their money. They're, you know, I'm a donor to East Carolina. I'm a um, a volunteer to East Carolina. I I do all of that. You know, am I going to pull my money? No, but I'm I'm strongly telling the people in those positions that I am embarrassed and i am disappointed in what happened here's here's the analogy if you're in a band if you're in a band what what's the one thing that you're counting on you're counting on trust with the other people in that band if you're playing one song 
and the people in the other uh, the other right. musicians are playing another song, it's not going to be a band. That's just a bunch of people blowing wind into instruments. You have to have trust that you're going to be uniform, and, and you sign up, specifically in a marching band, you sign up to be in conformity with everybody else. If you don't want to sign up to be in a marching band, go off and do your own thing. You can sit solo on the side of the road playing your trumpet or whatever you have and put out a uh, put out a little bucket and get money that way. But when well, you sign money, up... It's not you even sign about up, the money. When, no, when you sign up to be in a band... You're, you're necessarily being part of a team, and you have to be uniform about it. And I got no problem. Guess what? I got no problem with protesting. I've done it myself. But when you specifically, like when you're in the Marines, you sign up to be a part of a team. You know what you're getting into and stick to it. Right. Now, that being said, these kids shouldn't be – they probably didn't know exactly the repercussions, what they're doing. You know, young kids, young, you know, kids in 18, 19, 20, your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed until you're about 25, 26 with boys mine's sometimes. Still, I think yours is some, still not developed, no, I'm sorry, not. but, My you know, prefrontal hey. cortex. So <laughs> kids make bad decisions. Kids make, make bad decisions. You sit down and you, you counsel them. You go, hey, look, this wasn't the appropriate way of doing this. Let's not have it happen again. You give them a chance. If they do it again, then you say, well, then you're not living to the parameters of being on, on this particular team. Go out and join the debate team. Go out and join the protest team right. but you know but give them a chance right. understand where it's coming right. from it's right. coming from youthful right. youthful passion for right. something that and, is just a little bit and you know our next uh we're are, we're going to be playing Navy next Thursday night. A week this oh, next coming I hope Thursday we night. We need to beat Navy. Those well, guys. Well, we do, but I'm Navy. telling you, if they, Navy. if if they do the same thing again, I hope I you doubt know. And, they will. And, and Skip, I fully agree with you that. Navy makes a statement, forfeits the game, and goes home because, you know, these are people that will be going defending our right to protest, defending our right to get out there. Um, that That's our flag. Love it, hate it, whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's a form of respect. If you disagree with it, whatever, do it outside of your uniform. Do it outside. Do it of, as an individual. It's if it's individual expression, you individually know, expressed. And, and I and everybody's pretty passionate about their opinions on this, but um, I hated. It really embarrassed me and disappointed me to see my school drug through the media, like national media. I had friends from around the United States who know me and know my association with East Carolina saying, "Me, God, Sabrina, what is going on over there?" And it was, you know, I don't understand why we need that kind of attention. East Carolina is doing so many good things. And, you know, the chancellor put out another statement. I'm going to share it with everybody on Facebook because um, he put out another statement last night saying that we encourage discourse. We encourage discussion of ideas. And and East Carolina has always been that. We've been very forward, you know, with um, people of all races and backgrounds and whatever in giving them a voice to talk about their issues on our campus. You know, but have some respect. Absolutely. That's, you know, you're in uniform. You're representing the, the university. If you want to protest, if you want to say you disagree, form them. Get out there. Uh -oh, Make a difference. You band members better know that Make she's pointing difference. her finger and she's shaking her fists now. <laughs> Make Jim, a difference, and you make a difference again out there. But you know what? We're we're getting ready. We're gonna get off this topic right She's now. She's shaking we're her fist. I know we're gonna sense. have a fun topic right now. Are, are, are we here, Jim? Are you the person talking to us today? Uh, you did bring Rick Fanya. Okay, everybody. Hey, I'm getting ready to uh, turn my little. Uh, 
uh, we'll see if we can get him a chair. We're we're excited right now because we're going to switch gears and we're <gasps> going to let you let you know about something exciting that's going to happen uh, tonight and tomorrow night at Newburn Civic Theater. And you know, Newburn Civic Theater. It's incredible, the programming that they put out there, the plays, the shows. It's just, it's, to think that we have this in our little community of Newburn is just incredible. And they produce some really great things. We've got Jim Chittick sitting here with us. I know, I know how hard Jim works. And, um... Angelina Doyle, I, I see that you're on Facebook right now, and I know how good. Let me see if I can figure out how to do this here. Okay, Jim, say hello to everybody. Good morning, everybody. With the Newburn Civic Theater. And let me tell you something. This is the guy that's in there painting and scraping and fixing toilets when they're broken and doing everything that's Darryl, necessary to, to keep that uh, going. But Hey, is that pink microphone working over there? Are we talking? No, yeah. Okay. So why don't you introduce our guest and tell us a little bit about this, well, this general? We have Rick Fonio from New York City. Um, he is a accomplished Broadway performer. Uh, probably what everybody around this town knows him for is his four and a half years in Jersey Boys, um, including the National Touring Company and uh, the Las Vegas show. Um, he was the Frankie Valley that opened the Las Vegas show, and he spent four years in Las Vegas doing Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, Jersey Boys, every single night. My mother loved that show. She yeah. she, she saw it probably like 17 times. She's an Italian from Philadelphia. That reminded her of being back on the shore. That's the demographic right there. Four Seasons fans, Hey, welcome. Where do you live in the city? In Brooklyn? No, I live in Inwood, which is... New Jersey? No, no, it's in Upper Manhattan, very northern tip of Manhattan. All the way up there? I did, that's upstate New York. No, no. Basically. Right on the Harlem River. Anything above the, anything above the George Washington Bridge is upstate, so you live upstate yeah. New York. <laughs> well, well, Rick, we're excited. You're going to be here uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah, you're Facebook Live right now. You know, it's really cool. We're, we're we normally do it out of this computer, but it's kaput. Yeah, so we're we're yeah. So you're Facebook Live. I'm sharing you with all my friends on Facebook. Uh, I see Angelina's on here and a lot of other people. But yes, and so you're going to be doing a show tonight, tomorrow night. So this is a great way to come out, everybody. It's raining. You want to hear some great music and great entertainment. I mean, Rick is your man, and I understand you have your your better half with you as well here. <laughs> Well, oh, great. Are you going to sing for us? Is that a singing mic right there, Daryl? No. Daryl, that's a singing mic, isn't it? Well, and of course, like you know, uh, you've performed in Jersey Boys, and that's like one of my all-time, all-time, all-time favorites. I was such a Ricky Valley, you know, Valley. Frankie Valley yeah. fan. That you it Italians. Was just incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to stick together. Stick you know together, how it you know? is. You know, it just uh, the way it is. It's uh, yeah. it's I will be yeah, doing... it's a familia is what it's all about. Right, right, right. I'll, be doing, <laughs> I'll be doing a few Jersey Boys, a few uh, Frankie Valley songs. Right, right, and uh, and course. just uh, we're going to be what an hour. Uh, what? How long is the show going to be? Uh, I don't about? Know, about three, four hours. Uh, awesome. Really, you're Springsteen in it tonight. <laughs> you're Springsteen in it. <laughs> These Jersey guys know how to work. Yep. Yes, they do. Yes, yep. they do. Yep. But it's going to uh, just be a festival, free for all, come and go. Uh, no, it'll be probably about an hour, twenty minutes, maybe at tops. Well, great. And so, um, our tickets are still available. Oh yes, we got tickets. Available. People have been holding off a little bit because of uh, Hurricane Can you hear me? Matthew. But it's not coming here. Yeah, it's not coming here. So Can we're bringing you, you Hurricane Rick. Um, Pick it, talk into the mic. Yeah, talk into the <laughs> mic. So uh, 
Yeah, we're still going on. The show goes on. Uh, the theater is dry inside, um, so it can be With raining your- outside, but we got a hot show going on Friday and Saturday like night. That. Awesome, awesome. And you're going to – what time will it start? Uh, the show starts at 8. At 8, okay. Um, and we do have a, a warm-up act. Um, J.P. Andrews, who used to live here in New Bern, did a lot of work at the, the Civic Theater on shows. Uh, he's gone up to the D.C. area. Um, he's doing some television up there. He's to, he's got a, a lounge act that he does as well. So he's going to be concentrating on some of his jazz stuff that he does in the D.C. area, bringing that down to us. Awesome. Uh, warming the warming the crowd up. It's like JP, you get the cold audience, and then you gotta you gotta warm them all <laughs> so up. That's the place to be as a performer. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Fonio gets the, the warmed up audience. Well, They're all, all buttered up by the time oh, I yeah, get it. Awesome, awesome. And anybody can come by today and pick up tickets, today, or, or come to, to the to the Box office tonight, Come to the box get in. Box office, you can call by phone, you can go online, newburncivictheater.org, uh, buy your tickets, you can pick them out just like you do for any rock concert or football games. Like, I want this seat, click, uh, put your credit card in, and away you go. Awesome, uh, awesome. And I will be kneeling during my opening number. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a, My Eyes Adored You. Yeah, yeah My Eyes Adored You. Yes, he'll be, he'll be kneeling at his, his wife, his wife yes. singing My Eyes Adored You. Yeah, uh, awesome. But, uh, you know, you a, if, after you leave here, you're back to New York. What what are you working on these days, or where where's uh, your next you know big what? gig? I, 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 at the moment, I'm a freelance <laughs> performer, so I'm all over the place. I'm doing my awesome. show here. I do I do a regional sh- uh, theater show there, a concert over here. Um, I kind of go, go where the work takes me, So, and I'm, I'm also working on some, some of my own material. Awesome. Uh, that I'm, that I'm, that I'm Rick, be, Rick did a uh, Gershwin concert series um, in the beginning of the year, um, and then you were in Boston this I was doing summer. Some regional theater work theater this, in Boston. this summer, and, uh, and I, I'm just kind of, you know, I go wherever I'm cast in something. That's kind of the nature of, of show business. Right. In the middle yeah. of that, he also had a, sol- a shoulder surgery, too. So, <laughs> yeah. so a little bit of everything, going, bit of everything going on. You know, it, while it's so dreary out, if you want some sunshine, you really need to come out tonight and... Um, and listen to this great entertainer, and we're very fortunate that you're willing to come to New Bern and, and do something like that. And it's exciting that New Bern Civic Theater is, you know, committed to it's continually bringing, yeah. you know, um, first class entertainment, be it our plays or one yeah. one acts, uh, whatever. It's really good for our community, and we're so thankful for the many people out there that do support our community theater and make it happen. And let me tell you something, that facade, Jim, is yeah, they, they really so good looking. I mean, that was like a dream come true to it was so huge. many people. It was huge. It was huge. It was huge. It was huge. I will tell you truly that it was huge. It was huge. Totally huge. And it's people like Rick who come back after, he was here last year in October and looked at the scaffold and stuff hanging off Rick, what would you say? Was it huge? It was yeah. huge. And now he comes back and he's like, wow, totally, totally that, that looks it's great. amazing. It's the best <laughs> wall since the one I'm going to build. This is the best wall <laughs> since I built yeah. the Taj Mahal. I keep touching yeah, things. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I, I got to see. Well, she's touching stuff. Yeah, we're we're continuing the construction, pay. though. Now we're moving inside to the lobby. Um, that's our next phase of, of rehabbing the building. So if you, when you're at the show tonight, you come through the door, you're like, oh, fresh new drywall on the ceiling. Yeah, we didn't even, we didn't even have time to paint it yet. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, Continual uh, improvements, upgrades. Continual improvements. And that's, that's what it makes. But Is it true that you guys can... wanted to do a duet with me and Sabrina? 
You are just uh, not, too not good that I knew. To you don't have a Shrek number, do you? <laughs> do you hold on. Oh. Do, you, do you know? Really nice. Do you know the Do you know the pirates uh, the pirates theme song? Because that's her, yeah, she, it's just basically. We've done enough East Carolina pirates of theme songs. Yeah, pirates of Penzance. Yeah. Sorry, no, 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 gosh, no. Sorry, comes no, no, down no. here but with your high flute New York City ways. <laughs> don't know about our ECU pirates. I don't know what you're talking about with the ECU pirates. They're the ECU sure pirates of ECU. All right, y'all quit picking on me, um, Jim. While, while I've got you here and you're live, you're live on Facebook right now. Yes. Tell tell people um, dun, how they can dun. support the Civic Theater because you know beyond this, you've got plays and things coming out, and it's all about. You know the sponsorships and people who come out and buy the tickets that keep this theater going year right. after year. It's, it's sponsorships. I mean, we couldn't get this done without the sponsorships that you see in the playbill, um, and they are do- donating money. People donate time. They donate materials. Uh, Daryl's saying he does. Well, Daryl was just recently Darryl in a play. Daryl just did a directing job down there yes. at the theater. He's ubiquitous. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he is. He's, he's, a, he's a multi-talent. He's on stage. He's, hey, he's behind ubiquitous. the scenes. Um, ubiquitous. Huge. But also by buying season Keep talking, tickets. Jim. We'll just talk over right. Buy your season tickets. Um, that just gives us a base body of people that are supporting the theater. Um, and then, of course, if you don't buy season tickets, at least go to the shows because that's what keeps this going. It keeps downtown New Bern vibrant and right. going and interesting. And people are like, I love being downtown. And this is part of why you love being on downtown is yeah. because there's stuff going on. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And, it, and, it, and it begins with each individual is be part of your community and part of your theater and right. part of the arts. Yeah, it's um, an important thing to have uh, a, a theater like that. Uh, when you, if you have a, it's almost, it's like a national treasure. If you have a theater like that in your town, that was built in 1911, that's really like a vaudeville theater. Right. Uh, it, it's really important to make sure that you maintain that. Uh, it's it's very important for the vibrancy of, of the culture. I mean, it, right. the theater is is so important, along with all the other things that that the town offers. It really is. It's up there with with everything else. Well, and that that is. You know, that is so true. And what's the next play you've got coming up, um, Jim? After Rick closes out and we move him off the stage, we have Mary Poppins, the big musical. Ah, um, awesome. That's, big, that's a big show. Oh, that's maybe. a big show. Is that show. the documentary about uh, chimney sweeps? And, uh, uh, yes, it's the documentary. And they, 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 they sing that. sing about cleaning chimneys well, and that's stuff all, as also well. In, in what the, song would you sing out of that one? Uh, uh, Chim Chimarie, I think. Chim Chimarie, <laughs> yes. We got him to sing something. All no, right. Rick was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at one I point. Was, Chittick, I Chittick Bang Bang I, I about yeah, a construction bang. company yeah, run yeah. by Jim Chittick yeah, right. and his brother. All right, well, well, and I'm in a show coming up in January. So, awesome, yeah, awesome. I'm in next to normal. Well, what is the, um, what is the, what's the website people can go to? Uh, NewburnCivicTheater.org. Right, and you also have a Facebook page, we have of a course. Facebook page. So go there, everybody. Get your information. Find out what's happening. Rick, I, I wish you a lot of luck tonight. Everybody, you. if you want to get your rainy blues out, mm-hmm. come listen to Rick sing some come sweet on down, songs. Baby. And we keep going. Listen we to him wanna, tonight. We don't want to be done. We keep going. It just won't be on the air. That's right. You can really? uh, that is so keep, selfish keep you. going. But thank you for coming out here today and Thanks, talking everybody. to everybody on, uh, on our Facebook Live. And uh, Lee, let's go ahead and close out our show and tell everybody to have a... I'm not. I'm protesting. I'm going to get out my knee. We're not... Okay, well, then I'll have to take it from here. You're such a... We're all sitting in protest. Okay, well, everybody, let me let me just say, be safe this weekend. Uh, watch for the flooding. Uh, you know, uh, safety to our neighbors down in Florida and Georgia and along the coast. 
And uh, I guess this is us signing off. I hope everybody has no, a good week. No, I'm not week. doing it. Yeah, well, look, we've had enough. Um, social media conference on Wednesday uh, on the 12th. Everybody get out and support that Wendy card. We love and you. And we will. S- and keep talking Newburn because guess what? We'll see you on the sidewalks. We're going to see you on the sidewalks, everybody. All ha- right. Happy weekend. Everybody, thanks. What pandemonium liable to walk up on the scene. To